Hello and welcome back to the British English podcast with your host Charlie Baxter. We have a bite-sized episode today and this one is coming off the back of a previous one I did with my school friend who is now a musician and music producer. We discussed a bunch of music related things like how influential the Beatles are on British people nowadays. Um why we all learn an instrument called the recorder at school and why on earth Brits end up singing with an American accent. So if you want to go and listen to that episode before continuing with this one then that is a bonus episode 12 British music with Al from Fika. But what we didn't have time for was his journey. You know from uh, what was he a a a nobody, a stupid nobody to a um a somewhat of a success a, a mediocre somebody you know he's he's not going to get christmas number 1 this year but he is pulling in over 300,000 listens a month on spotify so he's achieved quite a feat already and we managed to record a conversation about his journey from being a uh, stupid nobody uh, at school with me up until this point now which is good because you know when he is getting into the top 10 in the UK then he probably won't have time for for us on here so we've caught him early on before the rest of the world cottons on to his beautiful music and um I liked getting this conversation for you as I think it will help you understand how a modern day British person can make it in the music industry in the UK uh, there are obviously many other ways like uh, you know those talent shows on TV like X Factor or just busking on the side of a road until a talent agent spots you because he's a believer but i'd say al's route to getting signed by a record label is the more respected and um well typical way of doing it so let's get into al's journey as a musician and how fika his band came about Talking with Fika, let's hear your journey. I actually went to quite a few pub gigs of yours and saw you in some weddings, I think, performing with That's with Natalie in my I had a little Natalie. duo called Alchemy Duo that used to play at weddings and parties and stuff. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So I don't I don't actually do that anymore. We we kind of stopped this year, um but we did that for five or six years, which was great. And then yeah, and then I started this new project with my mate Sam. We went to uni together. We actually went to that college together that you talked about earlier, the ACM. Academy of Contemporary Music. Oh, I was what, wondering how you met. Yeah, we met in the last month of so we went there we both went there for a year. We did a diploma course in like performance uh for a year. And we met in the last month, became quite good mates and then completely coincidentally realized that we were both going to Southampton Uni, to the same uni to do music. So then we both went there. And then we actually didn't do any music together at uni. We just yeah, I don't know, parties a lot and did nothing together at all and then it was about 5 years after uni we started writing music together it was a complete failure the first time which was funny it didn't work at all it was terrible we gave it another year or two we came back we started again and it was complete opposite it was amazing why was it a failure um i'm not i don't know i think i think maybe it wasn't the right time it was sam had had some pretty crap situations going on in his life his brother had an accident and maybe it wasn't in the right headspace but i don't know it was odd we were still really good friends at the time but it just didn't work out for some reason and then we tried again a year or two later and 
and it worked out really well. This episode comes with a free worksheet over on the website, thebritishenglishpodcast.com. So grab that and you can listen along whilst using it. And then since then, we spent the first like year or two just writing loads of songs and music and ideas without, there wasn't really a plan. We didn't plan to try and necessarily do it full time or take over the world with our music. We just did it for a bit of fun. Realised that we worked pretty well together. Then we were like, let's start releasing some of this music. So we started releasing some of it and we had this aim to kind of try and release as much music as possible because we had so much that we'd written. We thought, why not release this all? And then we started on the journey of finishing it and learning about like mixing the song and mastering it and releasing it on Spotify. And, and we've been doing that for the last couple of years and building everything since really. And yeah, it's been really, really exciting. We're going to start doing live shows next year. We've got loads of collaborations with other artists now. We're producing and writing for different artists now. I love it. Can I ask a, a naive question? How do you do a live performance considering a lot of it is like uh, produced? Is that how I would say it? Yeah. So, so there's like a combination on a lot of our songs with organic instruments, i.e. real instruments like guitar, bass, piano, etc. And then there's a mixture of kind of electronic sounds, uh, electronic drums on on some of the, on quite a lot of the tracks, not all of them, and some other, yeah, and some other sounds which you would, which you wouldn't just create from an an instrument. Um, but you, I mean, most of our stuff will translate across very similarly with live instruments. And then for anything else that we need, you can you can program into the set or have it playing in the background or anything if we need. Right. Okay. So you take away the instrumental parts of the song and then you'd play them live yeah yeah like 99 percent of what you're hearing on the tracks can be done live there'll just be some effects which you can't like you'd replace the programmed or electronic drums with a drummer playing them in real life ah, and are you going to get your own drum yeah yeah we're in the process of starting to build a band at the moment get a session musician yes exactly that yeah so a couple of the guys we've got in mind to to play with us who we're actually kind of friends with um yeah they're like session musicians who play with loads of different artists so exciting times we're just going to take a break right now to tell you how this episode is being supported so a company called better help reached out to me as a sponsor and i'm really happy to be able to tell you about them as they offer you access to licensed and experienced psychologists and counselors making professional therapy accessible affordable and convenient my mother is a counselor i read psychology at university and then trained in mindfulness-based therapies after that and so i am a huge advocate of talking therapies and raising awareness of the importance of looking after our mental health and i also really want to encourage you as a non-native English speaker to consider killing two birds with one stone, meaning accomplishing two things at once. Continue to practice your English whilst working with some of the best online English-speaking therapists out there to improve your mental health. Because gone are the days where therapy was considered taboo. We're living in an age now where I believe it is considered responsible of us and shows we have emotional intelligence to be open enough to develop ourselves and be willing to talk through issues that are holding us back in life. So if you wanted to find a therapist, then BetterHelp 
is a great option as they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who can connect with you in a safe and private online environment. It's also super convenient as you can start communicating with a therapist in under 48 hours. And as it's online, the service is available for clients worldwide. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash BEP. That is B-E-P. British English podcast. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-E-P. Remember that this episode, just like every single other episode on this show, comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode, along with definitions made for you, a non-native learner. I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheets or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. Yeah, yeah, very good. And uh, your latest... EP, which is what? what? What does that stand for? EP. EP. I think it stands for extended play. I think uh, there'll be there'll be like there'll be record or vinyl buffs or geeks who will correct me on this. But I think going back in time when records or physical vinyls that you play on vinyl players first came around, originally they were just really small, and you could only fit like one song on. And then I think technology developed; they got a bit bigger. You could fit four or five sing- songs on. I think. I could be wrong, but I think that's the beginning of the the phrase extended play. And and now that makes in, sense. I I feel like I've read that somewhere in Wikipedia once upon a time. Yeah. Maybe. And then and then the next yeah. one on was LP, long play I think, which was a longer version up to like ten or twelve tracks or something. So now that those phrases are kind of and is a is a sorry to talk over you, but is a long play an album? Yeah. So so now even if we're f- referring to music on like Spotify online the phrases still kind of carry over from back in the day. So loosely speaking, an EP might be like three, four, five, six songs. And then the album might be eight, nine, ten or more. So EP, mini album. Yeah. So we've got an EP that we're just starting to release now. It's called Coffee and Clouds. And it's a collaborative EP with the artist I mentioned earlier, our friend called Bambi. Bambi's amazing, amazing singer and songwriter we've been working with for a while. So this is like a joint a joint EP with with Fika and Bambi. Very cool, very cool. And um, and that EP is with a, a record label, isn't it? Yeah. So we've just signed this EP to this record label in Brighton called True Thoughts. They're really cool. They're an independent label. Have been around for like the last twenty years, um, and they sign all sorts of music. They they just they just focus on good music, irrespective of genre. They have artists of all sorts of genres. So yeah, we've just signed this EP with the label, uh, which is really exciting. So um, we're going to see how it goes. We just released the first track last week. Yeah, very cool track. Very, really enjoyed that. It's 50-50. You get 50% of the royalties. The other 50% goes to the record label and they spend as much as they can on promoting it to all sorts of television, ads, radio, wherever they can trying to get you featured and then you get 50% of that is that what a record label does yeah traditionally that's what they do yeah so smaller independent record labels don't have the same budget as massive major record labels like Universal or Sony 
But yeah, that's the idea. So the idea that we signed to them, the reason we signed to them, sorry, is because they have access to other contacts in the music industry and radio and TV and film, like you just said, and also online for Spotify and people who work at Spotify who make playlists that we all listen to. This label, True Thoughts, have better access to all those people than we do. So yeah, that's hence the hence the giving away of, of 50% in, in, uh, in return for all of the stuff that they can offer. Definitely. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. Well, good luck to you. Thank sir. you very much. I'm mate. Sure it will be a fantastic journey. And yeah. So guys, Fika, go and listen to them. That is spelt F-I-K-A. That is uh, F for Foxtrot, I for India, K for Kilo, A for Alpha. A bit of the phonetic alphabet for you there. I always actually enjoy hearing people make this alphabet on the spot when they don't actually know it. I definitely don't know all of it, but um, I remember overhearing an ex of mine try to confirm the letter P. And I think she panicked and then she said, pizza, P for pizza, which um, seemed a bit cute, but uh, also a bit thick. No, I'm joking. Not bitter about that relationship. Joking, joking. Uh, What would I have guessed? Probably something like Peter, if I didn't know it was Papa. Papa, yeah. Papa, it is Papa, yeah. Um, But yeah, pizza, that made me chuckle, actually. Actually, I suppose that would be quite a fun way to do it, to always have to do the most immature phonetic alphabet examples, because they're often in quite formal phone calls, like, um, you know, speaking to the the government regarding your taxes. Um, That would be good. They say, what is your tax reference code? And you go, ah, oh, it's uh, two, seven, uh, P for pizza, T for titties, four, three, uh, C for cock. But yeah, what am I going on about? Anyway, go listen to Fika. <laughs> that is um, F for fanny, I for ice in your gin and tonic, K for killing you softly and a for a bloody good bit of music go and listen to it fika yeah hope you enjoyed hearing the journey of a british musician there remember to get the free worksheet to help you understand some of the vocabulary from today if you wanted the extended glossaries and transcripts of this conversation then you'll want to check out the premium podcast and if you wanted a whole world of learning resources with me then that would be the academy all of that is over on the british english podcast.com but that is all from me today I've been your host, Charlie Baxter. Thank you very much for sticking around till the end. I hope you have a good week and I'll see you next time on the British English Podcast. 